Just ask him, did you ever speak to him? Okay, so I got to ask you this again because it cut off. Um, I just wanted to know, um, have you spoke or been in touch with Edward Furlong? The, for those who don't know, that Edward Furlong is the boy uh, that played Connor in Terminator uh, 2. Have you seen this boy? Yeah, have you seen this <laughs> boy? On Catch uh, a Predator. Yeah, I saw him. Uh, I saw him a few years ago at a. Uh, we we were both on a convention, and I think somewhere in the, you know, near distant future, I think we're booked on a few other ones together. Um, here pretty soon. I haven't spoken to him since the last one, but I know that we have. Uh, we're we're doing we're doing some together. So was he in good spirits? him shortly. Was he in good spirits when the last time you talked to him a few years ago? Yeah, yeah, he was. He was good. It was fun. We were we were like right next to each other and hadn't you know hadn't seen each other since. I don't 91. know. Tabloids can be so mean to people, so I don't know if it's yeah. really true. Like you know, um, if he had some kind of downfall in his life. Yeah, but. I've, I've heard. You know, it's just like it's weird. It's just like anybody else. It's like you know, people have troubles. Yeah. In, in in life, there will be trouble, and and certainly people that have been in the spotlight or you know have some kind of you know whatever you call it fame. At least or, you got you to know, date Paris Hilton. Are, are, are not any they're not any different than anybody else. Yeah, <laughs> I find it so ironic with Macaulay Culkin that he starred in a movie called Home Alone, and now he looks homeless. Ah, uh, one of your best jokes ever. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I gotta hear him all the time. I have the inside track on, on the Dan Weiss jokes, but I saw that one coming up Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if they ever make a long-awaited sequel starring him, it could ha be about him being left behind by himself at a shelter. <sighs> oh, my goodness. Uh, too rude. <laughs> oh, God, he's going to kill me if he ever hears this. He's probably going to... like it. You never know. Yeah, he's probably going to do all those booby traps to me if he ever hears this. That would be that would be funny. That <laughs> I would like to see. You'd like to see me get hit in the head with paint cans? <laughs> yeah, not real ones, though. I'd like to see, like, a whole little short film of, of Dan Weiss versus Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, because uh, back when I was a little kid, people said I used to look a bit like him. I used to get told I look a little like Kevin McAllister. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Now, if anybody said that, I don't know, I'd be like, okay, where's my razor? It's time for me to shave. The clean cut, the clean cut Dan White. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> At least that's one thing clean about me. My mouth is vicious. All right. You have a dirty little mind. Yes, I do. <laughs> And Salute Your Shirts had a couple of moments that were very risque for a family show, including one where Donkey Lips locks himself in a bathroom, and you hear him say to Sponge from the inside, there's a really neat machine in here that sells balloons. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I mean, we were we were sort of, like I said, we were like uh, tucked away in... Uh, in, in LA, we I think we had a. There were a couple of Nickelodeon executives that would kind of show up every once in a while, and you know. But we were sort of left to our own, you know, little little complex. Yeah, and another one. It implied that Donkey Lips was about to say the word shit to you, or 
you're like to him, okay, now we got to swear to each other. And he's like, swear, okay, you're a big, rotten, and ugly piece of, and you cut him off. You're like, not that kind of swear. Ah, that's good. That's funny. God, your memory is good. <laughs> oh, man, I have one of the most photographic memories of just about every, anyone you'll ever meet. Um, I can still remember my toddler years. If you don't use oh, wow. it, you lose it. Exactly. That's true. Maybe that's the reason. Maybe that's the reason why. I know Dan was brought back into your life, so you don't lose any of these great memories and <laughs> so things I you've remember, lived I through. Remember all of these details. <laughs> exactly. This it's is like why you gotta do as the... much podcasts and uh, teaching as you can, so you don't lose all this great memories. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like a weird, like Back to the Future. You're, you're, you're Definitely, keeping, Dan uh, will be the person to bring me back so there. I don't yeah, for anybody listening, I highly, and I mean highly, recommend DC acting classes. Danny has been most helpful to me in helping me improve my craft, and he's just such oh, a pleasure you, to work with. Uh, thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. The, he's pleasure, got, the pleasure is all mine. You're, you're so entertaining. Thank I, I you. Look I look forward to it each week. <laughs> <laughs> I never know. I never know what's going to come out of this guy's mouth. Oh, no. Yeah. Great. It's great. I told him about that one time I video called you and you happened to be taking a shit at the time. <laughs> yeah. That, that's, that's when you guys know you're close. <laughs> right. You know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Exactly. And it was a video call, too, not an audio call. <laughs> oh, my God. That is some that is some closeness right there. Yeah, I can make all the other '90s kids jealous. Hey, I saw Budnick taking a shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it happens, you know. Everybody poops. Exactly. <laughs> Danny's got a really sweet wife too. Amber is a sweetheart. Yeah, I've, I'm super blessed. I've got an amazing, amazing family. Um, it's it. I'll, on my uh, my classes with Dan, it's it's so funny because my my wife will be like in the kitchen like making dinner, and just I just hear Dan say something just completely just outlandish. Very, yeah, outlandish, I guess would be the word. And it's my wife; she just cracks up over there. She's like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry." <laughs> it's it's great. It's great to you. have. We love, you. we love. I love you guys too. Um. If you ever make it down here to South Florida, you've got a free tour guide. Nice, nice. We'll, we'll make it out there one of these days for sure. I would, sure. I wouldn't give you guys a place to stay, but my futon's tiny and can only fit one person. <laughs> well, well, like, uh, well, I'll just pile in there like it's, uh, you know, the family from Willy Wonka. Yeah. Well, if necessary, <laughs> it's like National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. It's gonna be like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was the one. Matt, the Christmas Vacation. You can one, be cousin Eddie. That, you know what? It's so funny. I actually have. I have the cousin Eddie shoes. Which you I do? To because the cousin, yeah. Like I the ones the he gave to uh, Clark. Yeah. I have white patent leather shoes that I. Embarrassed the hell out of my daughter for many, many years. I've oh shit, that's long, amazing! Long and whenever you know, it's like I'm in the mood. I, I pull out the, I pull out the cousin Eddie's and my my daughter. Would and you like, just do you only wear them when you go to the casino or on a Christmas uh, occasion? <coughs> 
I've worn, yeah, I've worn them to family Christmases, uh, you know, just when I, when I feel, uh, in the, you know, I feel very Cousin Eddie-ish. I, I rock. <laughs> Everyone has a Cousin Eddie in their family. Oh, yeah. And I'll rock it with jeans and a t-shirt. Or, you know, I mean, it doesn't matter. It's not like a special outfit. And I, I love how every time he sees Beverly D'Angelo, he tries to kiss her, like right in front of Clark. <laughs> There's so many great. That one, you know what? I, that was one part I almost played Rusty in that particular movie. I went all as the way down. As many different ones as there was, I'm sure there you yeah. could have. It was the it was the Christmas one. I went all the way down. I did a I did a I were I did like a, not a screen test, but like I auditioned with Chevy Chase, and it was you know I was right down to the very end, and ah, that's one of those ones that got away. So what what do you think happened? Do you think there's just too many kids that tried out for that because it was such uh, a big film you know, at the time? It's like anything. It's you know somebody's there's a decision made somewhere, and you know either it goes your way or it doesn't. Because he went from one. blonde to brown back to blonde, so they could have throw, thrown a redhead in there, you know. And yeah, so well, many different a, people. A, the European was, uh, <laughs> I think, uh, Jason Lively is a is a fellow ginger. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, man, that would have been great, but you know everything happens yeah. for a reason. Hey, you know what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? <laughs> but yeah, weren't um both Michael Ray Bauer and Venus Damilla um they were on uh, at your wedding twenty years ago, right? They were at my wedding. No, they oh. were not at my wedding. Hmm. No. Yeah, I thought I it said something I online about that. Yeah, it's really weird. Uh, don't believe what you hear online. Um, it also says online that I'm six one, and I'm five foot, and I'm five foot three. So uh, the <laughs> internet is very deceiving. It's actually a funny story. So a few years ago, uh, there was for whatever reason, it was like TMZ picked it up and like AOL front page, and I think it was on Yahoo. It was like one day that it was like sort of like a where are they now type of thing that I popped up on a whole bunch of stuff on the same day. And um, it had me listed as, you know, Danny Coetzee, blah, 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 six foot one. And it was a picture of me and my wife. And my wife, who's of normal height, um, <laughs> was, you know, clearly taller than I. And I remember, like, some of the comments that people pointed out. I was like, good God, how tall is his wife? Is his wife seven foot eight? What is, what is going on here? Because, uh, yeah, because I'm not six foot one. Oh. <laughs> That's okay. But you're still close to those two, right? Yeah, I mean, we, uh, yeah, I mean, we, we sort of, you know, like I said, like social media close. <laughs> Even though you didn't know till I told you that Venus is in the movie Life with Eddie Murphy. Yeah, yeah, I didn't, I, I forgot, I'd forgotten about that. Well, <laughs> yeah, one could say. <laughs> on everybody <laughs> one could even say she was the one responsible for them getting arrested because she helped the guy who got killed she was the waitress who helped him cheat at the game of poker dan you you you've, you've thought long and hard about this scenario <laughs> <laughs> yeah that must have been an honor to her getting her arm grabbed by eddie murphy in that scene <laughs> It's like, you know, as you're sort of in the entertainment business, it's not necessarily, it's like all of those little, those little things. You go, God, I got to work with so-and-so. And I was like such a cool experience. That's like uh, the joy of what you, of what you get out of it, you know? 
Yeah, and that's what's so great about the acting field is that you guys work as a team. Like, that's one thing that can sometimes be the downside to comedy is that, like, the music industry, everybody's friendly in the flesh, but you're behind the scenes. A lot of times you're your own friend. Right. Yeah, I mean, dude, you've got a, you've got a tough gig. Stand-up comedy is, uh, is tough. I have another question. Um, since sure. we were talking about how that one uh, particular role got away from you, I want to know as a kid, what other tryouts did you do, but you know, you didn't get the role, but that were actually big hit films. Were there any? Oh, uh, shoot. Um, let's see. Uh, we're going to exercise our brain right now. Yeah, right? Um, let's see. I did, uh, I auditioned for, and I'm, some of these I won't even know, remember what exactly it was that I auditioned for. And some of them might, like I did four, I did a, I auditioned for Oliver Stone for Born on the Fourth of July. Amazing. Um, I don't even know, I don't even remember what the hell that was, but I remember doing it. Uh, the version of It, the original. Um, let's see. And Oh, you could uh, have been one of the kids that were on it. Yeah, That's, yeah. Oh, and, wow. And I'm trying to, there's probably a whole bunch of more. You know what? I, I actually, I've got the, somewhere I've got like a big box of scripts and I was going through like my storage and just like going through, you know, a bunch of stuff and that's sort of how I remember it. And I look and go, how, why the hell do I have a copy of this? Oh, I must have auditioned for it. So I have like a, I have a copy of Lost Boys. So I must have like went and, and, and read for that. Um, <laughs> so, uh, let's see, there was a movie. Oh, just because it was with uh, my group of friends, it was, became like one of our favorite movies of all time, but it's a, it's sort of a low budget indie movie called the stone age. Um, which is just an awesome film. If you haven't seen it, check it out. I assume um, it's about stoners. Yeah, it was kind of like, uh, oh, what's that movie? It's like sort of took place in like this, you know, like 70s sort of like heavy metal kid sort of adventure. Um, like dazed and confused kind of ish-ish, but yeah. So, okay, so this uh, is I, something I you did appear in. Yeah, you know what was weird? It's like, a, you know, you audition for so much stuff. It's, and, you know, I, I did it, I started working so young that, you know, it's like you audition and then either you get it or you don't, you move on, you and go to the, next on thing. To the next thing. Yes. Don't really, don't really like pine away on stuff. No, no. I just thought it would be a really good question for people yeah, to hear. No, pretty, definitely. Funny though, but yeah, there are, there are quite a few. And also I think you have by far the biggest resume of any cast member who is on Salute Your Shorts. Yeah, I, I worked. I worked my butt off when I was a kid, for sure. From one thing, one thing to the next. One um, of the so. few. One of the few other things I saw a Kirk in was he was in this little-known basketball movie called The Sixth Man with Marlon Wayans. Oh, awesome! I, I don't think I've seen that one. I'll have to check it out. He was in. Uh, wasn't he in like a uh, what is it? Big Big Fat Liar, right? Um, I, I think, think he was so. In that, or, or am I or am I thinking of a different movie? Yeah, I actually never saw a big fat liar. Um, I was already in high school when that movie came out. So what were you doing that you didn't see Big Fat Liar, Cam? Mm, I just thought it looked kind of like a kids movie. <laughs> you were you were too grown up at that point. Yeah, I was like seventeen, I think, at that point. But yeah, um, yeah, I know what's his name. Michael Ray Bauer was in a couple things I saw him in. Yeah, um, yeah. dude, where's he's my in, car? And 
He's awesome. Michael's awesome. He was so he was so funny. Oh man, he was the funniest one. Um, he and Ugg were like the two main comic reliefs. Oh yeah, it was. They were they were great. Yeah, Michael's so delivery funny. was priceless. Yeah, and he would he would go. He would just he was all in, you know. And so he funny. He was also very embracing about um. His quirks, like, um, his voice on the show, that's his real voice, right? Yeah, and his, I, I, the, as I've sort of looked back and seen some of the old shows occasionally, and even during the time, he was, like, his physical stuff, you know? He was, like, he he was not uh, afraid to sort of, you know, use his, use his body and, and be physical and all of the, and, and Kirk, too, was, like, you know, like, <laughs> Don Knotts, uh, <laughs> like a very Don Knotts performance, it was great. Because I think his physical, his physical stuff was great. Michael had has one of the coolest voices in the world. I would rank it up there with like Bobcat Goldthwaite and Gilbert Gottfried for its epicness. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm sure he would. I'm sure he would love that. Yeah, yeah. He was supposed to be at this event that got canceled down here last year. It was going to be called Once Upon a Slime and. I I had already gotten my ticket for the meet and greet package and everything, and then I find out it's canceled. Oh boy, that sucks. Yeah, I'm like, that happens. Yeah, exactly. Way to crush my childhood dreams. <laughs> so, oh, what are you and Dan working on right now? Um, as far as um, I know, you both converse. What is it through Skype? I don't know. Uh, you guys use FaceTime. No, we, use, uh, we just use uh, Facebook Messenger. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, what are you guys working on? We just sort of we chat for a little bit, and then we think of funny uh, premises and and different uh, jokes and things like that, and sort of bash them out, and you know, talk about the you know delivery and all of that, all of that stuff, and what sort of goes together, how you get from one joke to the next. And well, I love you know. how Dan can now speak like a woman. <laughs> he gets to uh, talk in uh, other voices, and I love how you're uh, teaching him new things. Um, he's having a, I see that he has new fans now, so everything looks good. I'm really happy for you guys. I was and, just curious on what you guys awesome. are working he, on. He, he's, he's so funny. If if you get it, if if anybody gets the chance to go see Dan, go see him because it will, you will definitely be caught off guard. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, just I, like Jesse's extreme time, sports bar. Every time he sends me clips of, of his stuff, it's like I want, I want it to be a split screen. I want to see the reactions of the people in the crowd at, at the same time that I'm watching Dan. I think even more so to see the sort of you know shock and awe on people's faces. You would love to see the shock and awe of what me and Dan did. Dan picked me up one time, and he was like, where would you like to go? And I said, there's a place called Jesse's Extreme Sports Bar they have open mic there where they do karaoke. So we go there and there's like, you know, maybe like 15 random people in the crowd. And yeah. instead of singing, I said, this is my friend and he's actually a stand-up comedian. Let him go on stage and, you know, and give him five minutes. So they gave Dan five minutes. And if you want to talk about shock and people's faces and people dropping their pool sticks and like turning around, like, what is this guy saying? <laughs> like totally turning the place upside down when he got on stage was hilarious. He was in the middle of the it. set and the woman took the microphone out of his hand. And they're like, and this is Dan, everybody. 
<laughs> like no more. <laughs> yeah, they took the, the the microphone out of his hand. But if you want to talk about shock factor, that's that's something I wish you were a fly on the wall for. Oh yeah, I, every every time I see a clip, I'm going like, oh man, what's happening? But what's happening on the other side of the camera? Oh yeah, the people's faces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, unfortunately, it warrants a lot of hecklers. My material, I deal with hecklers a lot, and dealing with as many hecklers as I have, um, I can say not that I empathize with Michael Richards, but I can understand what drove him so crazy. <laughs> you handle it good, though. You know, you just bring him and make him part of part of the show. Yeah. So. Uh, in a way, I feel bad for a guy because I feel like he just completely lost all emotional intelligence at the time and wasn't even thinking about his actions. <laughs> yeah, he certainly didn't think that through. That's for sure. That's uh, that's a big that's a big no no. Yeah, I I always wonder what happens to disgraced celebrities afterwards, like when they go out to any public place, such as grocery shopping. You know, that would be a good hidden camera show. Yeah. <laughs> I, Yo, you should pitch that, that shit, like Daddy. <laughs> that sounds like a great hidden camera show. Yeah, like, I wonder what happens now when R. Kelly needs to pick up groceries somewhere. <laughs> right. And I want, well, Bill Cosby's blind now anyway, so I'm sure somebody already buys his groceries for him. Yeah, what happens when R. Kelly wants to go to Chuck E. Cheese? You know? Exactly. What does that, that look like? Yeah, they probably make every child wear a chastity belt. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Yeah, and after the documentary Leaving Neverland came out, um, Weird Al doesn't even perform the songs Fat or Eat It anymore since then at his shows. Oh, really? He retired them completely. Yeah. That's that's why I think he probably, uh, yeah, the estate probably got a cut of those. So, uh, yeah, that's good. Good for Weird Al. Yeah, exactly. At least. It's nice when people stand up for, you know, something. And at least with Michael, he was Michael Jackson. He was lucky enough that all of this got fully discovered long after he died, so that he didn't have to face those "where can I go in public" problems. Yeah, I think he always had that "where can I go in public" problem. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when I was a little kid, I didn't even know that he was a man. When I saw him, he looked so much like a woman to me. Yeah, it was crazy. The uh... Yeah, it's, uh, it's a weird dude right there. He's a weird guy. And how many other guys in history, you know, were actually able to successfully literally change their whole race? <laughs> yeah, right? He, he was born yeah. a black man, a black guy, and he died a white man. He, d he died looking like Momo. Yeah, exactly. He literally looked like something out of Men in Black. Which is no pun intended. Yeah, exactly. So, turning white made him look scary. He looked normal when he was black. Yeah, it's definitely you. You watch a time lapse of 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 that face. Yeah, it's almost like they kidnapped the real Michael and replaced him with somebody who claimed to be him, who happened right. to to have the same falsetto. 
when the when you the impersonators look more like you than you do. Exactly. So it looks like we got a few minutes left. Um, Drew, is there anything more you wanted to ask him? Uh, yeah, man. Uh, what other projects uh, uh coming up that you got in the in the cam right now, man? You know, I, I've got I've got some conventions coming up. I'm uh, doing my classes. Um. Uh, dcacting.com by the way I'll give myself a plug what the hell yeah um, go ahead and uh, and let's see uh, I've got a couple of, like cartoons and just stuff that I'm that I've done that are you know hopefully you know it's like one of those things it's like you do them and then you know hopefully they get picked up and then you you know you do that but nothing nothing really that is uh, that is upcoming that I can that I can speak on at the moment yeah yeah, I've yeah, got, yeah. I know I've got a convention coming up in a couple of months in Texas on uh, a few a few more that I I don't know about. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> so, Texas. You know. Yeah. Well, give out uh give out your uh your social media so people um you know could come yeah, out and I'm, see. I man. think I'm I think I'm pretty much just uh, Danny Cooksey on all of them. Uh, I don't think I have. There's nothing like too crazy. And then the for the acting classes, uh, the website is uh, dcacting.com. dot com. Awesome. So simple. Which, again, I highly recommend to everybody out there. His classes have been great, and he's just such a f easy guy to work with because Danny's such a genuine dude. He's a real oh, stand-up guy. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's been fun. I've got, I've got actors. I've got people, you know, doing I do voiceovers, and, you know, I've got just sort of confidence building, you know, even business people. It's like I've got a wide range of, uh, of clients. It's a lot of fun. It's interesting. So for those of you listening, don't worry. He's not Budnick. He's not a douchebag. And he's not somebody who will beat the shit out of you like Victor from Ren and Stimpy. Yeah, yeah. No, no. But I, I can be any of those people if you would like me to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, please don't. We like you the way you are. Ah, oh, thank you, thank you. What, what about, um, did you actually get drenched with a lot of water at the end of that one episode where you were trying to dig for treasure and you accidentally hit the water main? Yeah, that was, uh, that was fun. They dug a big hole in the ground and then they put, like, a fire, like, a fire hose from, like, a fire truck, uh, like, down into the ground and then just, uh, you know, I pickaxed right beside it and they turned the water on. <laughs> and, and water and water and dirt and gravel shot everywhere <laughs> that was definitely one of your ugh moments yeah yeah there was there are a few they were mainly water it seems like um but yeah that was i remember that that was fun somewhere there's it used to be online and then i think maybe they took it down but there was uh somewhere there's a uh blooper reel for the show that oh, that is on. oh yeah, really yeah. yeah it's it's a compilation of me saying bad words. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Ugg had quite a couple to say when he damaged his eardrum. He's probably like, fuck this! Yeah, I think I think that may be on there. <laughs> or, uh, you know, water, water balloons and, and eggs, you know, to the nutsack. <laughs> those, you know, I gotta you know, check that out. That'll happen. That'll happen. But it's, it used to be somewhere. Oh, it, Danny, it has been such a pleasure having you on here. And for those of you tuning in, this isn't this is just the first of several episodes where you're going to be hearing this guy. And so for those sure. of you who are a big fan, 
feel free to look up DC Acting, and I would highly recommend you register it for it as soon as possible. Bring on, come one, come all. Yeah, exactly. So, any last words you want to say to your fans? Gosh, I don't know, you know? Don't get the clap. I, I don't know. <laughs> I wish you told me that ten years ago. <laughs> no, uh, I've, had, I've had a blast. This was fun, man. As Th- always. As always, Big Dan, it's been fun. Same with you, man. Um. Thank you so much for joining us, and we look forward full-heartedly to the next episode you can be on. Hopefully we we can get you on one with Mick Foley. Yeah, that'd be fun, man. I I remember watching that documentary. That suit's nuts. You saw For All Mankind. Yeah, it was the, uh, it was with Beyond the Mat, I think was the one. Oh, yeah, Beyond the Mat. Where it was just like, gosh, that's just a... He has about six of them out there, but we got to wrap it up soon. So next time we will definitely try something like that. All righty, you guys, you take care. All right. Bye, Danny. Stay awesome.